Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by... Natalie Dunn. So here we are. It's October, which means kid activities are starting up, which means the Girl Scouts are starting up. I mean, technically, the Girl Scouts would have started when the school year started. You know, in 2020, <laughs> maybe it's just now starting. That's up true. That's what true. What a cluster this has been. Um, basically, I was just trying to think of a segue to uh, talk about Girl Scouts because <laughs> we were going to do that last season and I was in a poopy mood, but now I am A-OK. Got my candle lit. It's a blueberry scone and lemon tea. So the good vibes are shooting in every direction. And we got to get to the bottom of this, of your Girl Scout experience. So let's just give a give us a brief introduction. Give us a brief overview, a summary of your adventures in the Scout Kingdom. Okay. Well, um, I was a Girl Scout. I started in first grade, um, and then I stayed in Girl Scouts until I graduated high school, which a lot of girls don't do because once you get into high school, typically if you have like sports or any other extracurriculars or, you know, hobbies, you tend to drop out of Girl Scouts and I didn't have any of those things. So I stayed in Girl Scouts. Is that what you're saying? You didn't have any hobbies? Pretty much. Um, Your hobby was Girl Scouts. My hobby was Girl Scouts. Um, But I stayed in it all the way through um, the end of high school. I, by the time I graduated, there were four of us in my troop. So not a lot of girls make it that far. Out of how many started? I mean, I moved school districts when I was in elementary school. So I um, didn't stick with like the same troop all the way through. A lot of girls don't. Um, When I was in like early elementary school, I would say there were probably like 15-ish girls in our troop most of the time. Um, And then I moved to Howell and I joined a troop with like 25 girls, which is insane. Um, It was chaos. And then as soon as we got to middle school, then it was down to like six. And that was between two middle schools. There were six of us. I had to go to the other middle school because there was not enough at my school to make up a troop. And then those six dropped down to four in like eighth grade. And then the four of us did it all the way through high school. So what year did you see the biggest drop off in? Was it like, I I would imagine between elementary school and middle school. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, so I was in, I went to a super big school district. Like Howell has a huge school district. The Howell Highlanders. They're like, six or seven elementary schools, two middle schools, and one high school where I graduated with a class of 700 people. And of those 700 people, only four of us were Girl Scouts. And of the 2,500 people in the school, we were the only four Girl Scouts for several years. Um, When we were seniors, there were some freshmen. But for the last troop older than us graduated, I think, our senior year. So then our, like, sophomore or our freshman year, I should say. They were seniors. So our sophomore and junior year, we were the only four Girl Scouts out of 2,500 people, which also means that we ran all the camps ourselves. (laughs) No wonder you're so freaking good at event planning. Yeah, it kind of was like drilled into me. Our first camp that we like were in charge of planning a part of was in sixth grade. I don't really remember actually doing anything for that one, but in sixth grade was when I joined the troop that I stuck with for the rest of elementary and high school, and my troop leader, Miss Debbie, was crazy. 
but like the good kind of crazy. And she was very much like she was not going to do all the work for us. We were going to do the work ourselves. So we learned how to plan a camp in like seventh grade. And we just we went from there. She's like, yeah, you got this. Was it like a, a Christy Winkles kind of crazy? Yeah, but which, like Which more, is a good crazy. Yes, definitely. Imagine Christy Winkles and then I'm trying to think of a good example that like you would you would get the reference. Um, like a Miss Frizzle type? Yes. With like more crafts and more. Is there any share and love mixed in there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. Throwing two of my college mentors <laughs> out under the bus. Yeah, no, I mean, she was she was great. She was an inspiration to us all. Um, but she was also a little bit crazy, and we did a lot of... I think you need that. I think yeah. you need a little bit crazy in a, in a leader. Definitely. Um, especially when she's the kind of crazy who encourages you to, like, do whenever you think, maybe I could make that myself, or maybe I could craft that, you can. And she has the tools for you. She had a room in her basement that was just craft supplies. So that's a big that's a big inspiration for me. I'm glad that's where that went when you said she has a room in her basement. <laughs> I'm glad it's not yeah, like the room in gone, my basement. That could have gone some weird places. <laughs> she has an isolation room too. <laughs> so I got a beat. I got two of them. So what was it about Girl Scouts that drew you to it and continued to draw you to it? Obviously, only four of you guys quote-unquote graduated from Girl Scouts Mm -hmm. why did you keep going back to it I think part of it was because I didn't have a lot of other things and that's not to say that like I literally didn't do anything else I mean I was in like marching band and you know other stuff but I wasn't like an athlete I didn't have anything that was super all-consuming of my time um, besides Girl Scouts and that was just like what I liked to do um, I think in elementary school, it's kind of just the thing that you do and your parents take you and like, oh yeah, I'm in Girl Scouts. Everyone's in Girl Scouts. And then when you get to middle school and high school where it's like your decision to continue doing it. Um, I mean, I think that I stayed in it because this is going to sound a lot like sadder than it really is. Should I cue the, the violin music? <laughs> I think I'm going to cue the violin music. Okay, because when you're in Girl Scouts, you have to have friends. Like, those people have to be friends with you. So it was just like, I had friends because we were all in Girl Scouts together. So that was easy. (laughs) I wasn't very good at making friends otherwise. Slap the staples button on that. (laughs) Easy. But, I mean, it's kind of like... It's kind of like joining a sorority. Okay, where- I'm I'm glad you said that first. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this, but sounds like a, a fraternity or sorority. I'm no, glad I mean, you said it first. That that's on you now. If anybody comes at us, that's on I have you said now. many times that the reason I joined the sorority that I did is because it was like an adult Girl Scout troop, and that was what I wanted. Um, because it's just some some girls you hang out with and like love you. You're one of my best friends, but hanging out with girls is different than hanging out with guys when you're a girl. So having like female friends is just a nice thing to have, especially in those super awkward middle school and high school times. Um, so like it was nice to have friends. And even though, let me tell you, if you think that like sorority drama is bad, let me tell you about middle school Girl Scout troop drama. I really can't imagine that, but like I know (laughs) middle school drama and I've heard quite a bit of your sorority drama from your final two years at, at Adrian. 
Yeah, so like take sorority drama, take out like, you know, the alcohol and like the the more adult parts Aww. of that. Well, that's and then not as fun. But you add the you add the preteen angst. I was going to say and but that's then add way puberty. more lethal. That's <laughs> way more lethal than any alcohol as far as, you know. Yeah. Awfulness. So so there was lots of drama in middle school. But I also ended up with like four best friends or three. I was one of the four. Three best friends that like I was friends with them from sixth grade through graduation. And you still talk to them? Not really. No. Um, I mean, we all just kind of went our own ways. There's no like bad blood or anything. Mm. But I mean, they were they were super important to my middle and high school years. And um, we all just ended up doing really different things. So we kind of Stop talking, but like occasionally I'll message one of them or something. But we get a lot of, um, you know, like those super cringy Facebook memories from like nine years ago. <laughs> Though that's what all of them are for me. Yeah, it's it's like those three. Yeah, and remember so that's, when I was? Remember when you were in Girl Scouts and you're like, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's it'll be time. like. Remember when I posted this like super cringy? Like it'll be one of them got onto my Facebook and posted like I like slugs. And that'll be my Facebook memory. It'll just be like a status by me. This is I like slugs or something like that. They got you good. <laughs> they got you real good. <laughs> now, whose decision was it when you first joined Girl Scouts? Did you actually want to do it or was your mom like, I think you should do this? I So I have a memory of wanting to do it, but I think it was because my mom told me that she was in Girl Scouts. And I don't. She didn't do it for very long. Um, she was just like a brownie and then she um, she probably didn't continue doing it. But I remember her telling me that she was a Girl Scout and like suggesting the idea that I could be a Girl Scout. And so then like that was what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I will say. So I didn't. Like I said, I moved school districts in like the middle of elementary school. However, the biggest Girl Scout camp in like southeastern Michigan is 15 minutes away from the house that we ended up living in when I graduated high school. When I started Girl Scouts in first grade, we lived not in that town or anywhere near that camp, but that was the camp I went to for most of pretty much every year I went to camp. With the exception of like a couple years, I went to that camp and we ended up living literally down the road from it. It's actually like kind of close to Fenton too. It's right off of like Argentine Road. Really? Um, yeah, I've never so like heard of that. To um to Heartland, but um in Argentine is that over by like the Linden Byron area or closer to yeah okay so you know huh. the bar that my dad used to work at yes that, yep yeah so it's like super close to there like you pass it on the way to that from my mom's house um dang did not so, yeah, know that so, was a Girl Scout mecca. <laughs> So that was the camp I like grew up going to. And then we ended up moving to that town. And there's actually like there's a picture from my very first year in Girl Scouts, my very first camp. My mom came as a chaperone because I was in first grade. So, of course, she was going to come as a chaperone. And there's us standing on there's like a bridge that you walk to. It's like a mile walk, but it's called the monkey bridge because it's <laughs> super thin and you got to walk across it and yeah. like balance. But it's not actually that thin. It's probably like a good like two or three feet wide. But when you're a little kid, it's really scary. Um, but there's a picture of my mom and I standing on that bridge. So then when we graduated the last year we went to camp, we got a picture of us Aww. standing on that bridge. It's super cute. So what did you do at this camp? Um... So 
there's lots of like, there's summer camps you can go to. I never went to the summer camps because they're expensive. Mm-hmm. And also it's like an extra thing. You got to pay for it. You don't go with your troop. You just like go as an individual and you meet like new people. And I just never ended up going. Um, but every year the like local, every local council has a citywide or councilwide um, camp that they, it's just like one weekend every year. So I went to that every year, again, with the exception of like one or two years that we didn't end up going. But um, so basically you would go, it would be like a Friday through Sunday, Friday night, you would just show up with your troop. There would be like a campfire sing-along thing or some sort of activity that was optional, but usually pretty fun. And then you'd spend the night and then um, there were like a bunch of different cabins and lodges you could sleep in depending on how old the troop was and how many girls you had you got assigned different places and then um all day saturday there would be sessions that you would go to so typically it was like six sessions in a day so when i was running the camps there would be about 400 girls at a camp and we would have six sessions throughout the day so you would split those 400 girls up into six bigger like six groups and they would rotate through those six different stations that were held at different places around the camp and they would be there for like an hour so it'd be like three hours before lunch and three hours after lunch so there would be like different activities usually there would be one session was specifically a craft one session was some sort of like outdoor activity or a game or some sort of something physical and athletic i say in quotations because very rarely do you meet an athletic girl scout especially in you know like third grade but um and then there would be you know just whatever there was usually a theme for the whole camp so one year the theme was decades and so (laughs) all the different stations were different decades so that camp was actually very i don't want to say traumatizing um memorable i'll say so that was memorable means good most cases though and it doesn't sound like it it was good you used the word traumatizing before though which makes it not sound like it was a good time I think it's a little too extreme. It was a very memorable camp for many different reasons. Um, One, it earned me my silver award, which was very impressive because I basically planned the whole thing myself. Um, But it was also a nightmare because, first of all, these camps take place in May, in Howell at least. How long are these camps? Howell Citywide Camp was always in May. What? How long are these camps? Just a weekend. So it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. For some reason, I was picturing like a summer-long camp rock extravaganza. (laughs) Okay, this makes more sense now. No, it's just a weekend. Um, So these camps take place in May. Usually it was like right around my birthday. Um, And this year that we had this decades camp. So our decade, I don't know how we got stuck with the pioneer days as our decade. Like, I don't know. It was like everyone had like the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. And then we were like the fucking pioneer times. Decade. That's centuries ago. I didn't, decades I are didn't like make the assignments. 20s and beyond. Decades have to be within the last century. Yeah. I I don't know who made the decision. I did not. However, it was what we were assigned well, because yeah, I think we were the only ones that they days. were like, they were like, yeah, you guys can handle that. You can deal with it um, because we had Miss Debbie. So, and also I, I should say my mom was also a troop leader at this point. Um, she was like the co-leader because she always was like, I'm not going to be a troop leader. It's too much work. And then she always ended up doing it anyway. Um, Do we need to get your mom on the phone and ask <laughs> why Pioneer Days? 
we could try. Was I don't think idea? she'd have an answer for you either. Was it? Um, <laughs> no, but she would certainly have a lot to say about Pioneer Camp too, because it was. Um, I'm trying to. There's a word. There's a word that's right for it, and I don't know what it is. So let me let me let me tell you about this camp. You tell me about the probably, camp. I'll come up with the word. Okay. This camp was probably the defining weekend of my Girl Scout experience. Um, So this was eighth grade. We had already planned our own session the year before, like without any troop leaders help. They just told us what it was. We made the plans. We did everything. Um, But at this point, there were only four of us. So this was us planning it. And I decided to make this my silver award project, which in Girl Scouts, there's three big awards you get. There's a bronze, a silver, and a gold. A gold award is like the equivalent of an Eagle Scout. Um, it's a big deal. It's something you get when you're in like your senior year of high school. It's a huge service project. I didn't end up getting mine because I got mono really bad um, my senior year of high school and I couldn't finish my project, which is like something I'm still very upset about. I was going to um, say, is, does that still hang over your head? We're asking the tough questions on here, so we got to know. Yeah, it was very disappointing. It was probably the biggest disappointment of my high school career because I like worked toward it for all of being in Girl Scouts and then I just never finished it. And they couldn't even give Um, you some kind of pass? No, because you have to finish it by like a certain point. But you had mono. Or you don't get it. And it's like a nationwide thing. I didn't even make enough progress in the project though to like for it to even count for anything. Um, People are (laughs) cold-blooded. But anyway, so I did get my silver award, though, for planning and running this camp. Um, So we were the pioneer station. So we had stations within our station, which, you know, this already sounds like me, right? Um, This is, you know, everything you know about me as a person right now, this is where it was born. Probably this camp was where it was born. Um, So for this station which every group of girls, we had six groups come throughout the day. They were there for about 45 minutes with like five to 10 minutes in between sessions for travel time. Um, So for 45 minutes, we had a group of like 60 girls at our station and we split the, well, no, we didn't split them up at first. So we had 45 minutes. I met them not at where the station actually was, which was a big deal. Like we had to We had to be very clear about what was going on because it was very confusing for all of these troop leaders who were already spending their entire day toting around 20 kindergartners who were very tired and very hungry and didn't want to be out. The weather was horrible. That was what I was getting at when I was talking about how the camp was always in May. Um, The weather was atrocious. It was like 50 degrees. It um, rained, snowed, hailed, and um, was sunny throughout the entire day. I was going to say, May in Michigan is very hit and miss. It's either how you just described it, or it's like (laughs) high 80s and super humid, and then eventually storms. Yeah, so we got the hail day, um, and it was miserable out. No one was happy. No one was in a good mood for the entire day. But I wanted to be obviously the most important part of this station. So I was Sheriff Nate. This was, we all had like special roles in this. Um, we always took our sessions very seriously and we were very extra about them. So the other, like the the 70s station, they like wore tie-dye and wigs and stuff. And then they like taught the girls how to hula hoop. We had a very elaborate fake pioneer what? town set up. What? Um, hula hoop? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Play disco. Teach disco. <laughs> I don't know exactly That's what they did. That's not a 70s thing. That's I just 60s, know that it was not anything. as extra as us. So for... I'm judging that group very hardly right now. <laughs> so hard that entire... I used the... I don't even think hardly is a word. At least I didn't use in the, the proper context. 
<laughs> um, so they would meet us. You're like moving at, on. <laughs> at, a, uh, at a different location that was the entrance to Sherwood Forest, which I don't know why. I think it was just the only forest name we could think of. Um, so we, we were leading them on a hike. <laughs> when you said Sherwood, Sherwood Forest, Forest, I was like, am I supposed to know that forest? <laughs> is, that, is that significant? I mean, you should. Sherwood you not? Is, you're messing with me right now. <laughs> no, it's Sherwood Forest. It's Robin Hood. Okay, I thought you meant like the an actual forest in Michigan. I was like, <laughs> yes, I, I know that. That's why I was so confused. I was like, why did I, was there a Sherwood Forest and I just didn't know about it? <laughs> Yeah, didn't you go to Sherwood Forest? Jeez. Um, I did in the Disney version when Robin Hood was a fox <laughs> and Little John was a bear. I loved that movie. It's okay, so good. I'm never going to get through that, this. Sorry, go ahead. I, okay. I, just one more thing. The fact that Little John was also the voice of Baloo and it was basically like <laughs> Baloo was in continue. Okay. It was amazing. Um, so they met us at the entrance to Sherwood Forest. They met me at the entrance to Sherwood Forest. I was Sheriff Nate. I led them on a hike through the woods where they met several other characters in our pioneer town among whom were um my sister was i don't remember the name of her character she was like a little pioneer girl and she was lost um haunting and then miss debbie was sarsaparilla sal oh gosh but i have to mention also that we all had costumes like very elaborate costumes that we borrowed from like an actual costume shop um, so we all had like, well, I didn't have a bonnet cause I was a guy, but I had like a, a vest and, uh, a everyone, like all, they all wore bonnets and like hoop skirts and stuff. So, um, Miss Debbie was Sarsaparilla Sal. And then, um, one of my, one of the other girls in our troop, Kayla, she was Joe, the, uh, the miner, Joe, the miner. So she met us in the woods because she was looking for gold. So she jumped out and scared the girls. And then we got to the Pioneer Town. And within the Pioneer Town, they had multiple stations there that they split up and did. So they made whirligigs, which is, um, do you know what a whirligig is? It's like a wood disc with two holes in it. And there's like a, a string in a circle. And you like spin the string and then you pull it and the little wood disc spins. It's oh, like that's a- what that's called? Yeah, they're very dangerous when you use them incorrectly. Um, Do tell. (laughs) If you... they smack you in the face? Yeah, if you wind it up really hard and get it too close to your face, it will hit you. Um, I don't know why, but at one point, I think think it was Micah. My troop members were Micah and Don and Kayla. Um, I think Micah was at one point compelled to try and lick it while it was spinning. These are wood dowels, so, you know, great idea. Um, Lots of injuries related to the whirly gigs. So that was one station. You're like, That's there was perfect. mining Let's for gold. Make five of them. <laughs> there was mining for gold with Joe. So we had like a kiddie pool full of like sand, and then we spray painted a bunch of tiny rocks like gravel, mm-hmm. gold, and then we. So when we left for the day, we dumped that in like in the dirt. And we found gold in that dirt for years to come. Like we would come back every year we went to that camp and look for it. And we found it every year after that. You should have just kept redoing that same bit over and over again. (laughs) All right, we're digging Um, for gold this year. And then we had, I don't remember what we called it, but it was like. (laughs) Digging for gold. Sorry. It was like (laughs) a maze where they had to follow, like they were blindfolded and they had, oh, it was like a dust bowl or something where they had to follow a rope through like a maze with when they were blindfolded. Um, and then once everyone went through the stations, then we had another thing where we would get everyone together and we'd do the sing-along where Joe would lead us in song 
and the song this was called... This Joe character seems pretty thrifty to me. Joe would lead us in song in... Um, the song was called, Hi, My Name is Joe. You've probably heard of... Well, I don't know. I, you weren't in Girl Scouts. Were you in Boy Scouts? Boy Scouts don't have I was not in girl, or I, I was not in Girl Scouts, number one. But I also <laughs> was not in Boy Scouts. My dad wouldn't let me. Um, that's a story for another time. I don't know if you've ever had an experience where you've known a lot of sing-along songs. I personally know a lot of sing-along songs. I mean, Disney, does it does it mimic a Disney song? No, not really. Can you sing um, it? So the premise of this song was that Joe works in a button factory. What? 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 I thought Joe was a miner. Well, Joe has many talents. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe is why this camp was memorable. <laughs> um, so the, it was... It was a sing-along and act-along song. So it was Joe works in a button factory, and then you got to um, – God, how does it go? Give me a second. I like – the song was burned into my brain for so long, I think I blocked it out. Um, I have a very strong feeling that Joe's going to be the reason why this camp was I, – I can't figure out if it was terrible because you were very close to that kind of word. But I feel like Joe has a has a big role in what goes down. <laughs> and you haven't you haven't said no, which makes me think I'm on the right path. Did I stall long um, enough for you to remember this song though? I do remember the song. So it wasn't actually a sing-along song. Like there was no repeat after me, which if it was a repeat after me song, we would have said, This is a repeat after me song. And then all the girls would have said, This is a repeat after me song. Because they had to, or because they're a bunch of smart asses? Well, because that was what you did, because, you know, it's a repeat after me song. So you're looking at me with a totally blank face. So both. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, kind it was of just hell a follow are you describing? Along song. Uh, so literally, the song, it wasn't even really like you wouldn't even sing it. It was just, Hi, my name is Joe. <laughs> Hooks them in right away. (laughs) I've got a wife and a house and a family. One day, my boss came up to me and said, "Hey, Joe, are you busy?" I said, "No." Push the button with your right hand, and then you'd push the button with your right hand for the next chorus, and then you'd do it again, and then we push the button with your left hand. What are these buttons you're describing? Both. I don't know. There's buttons. Wait, 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 wait. That's why Joe works in a button factory, so you can push buttons. I thought you meant like a shirt button. Listen, it's up to interpretation, but well, you, you have can't to push, push a shirt button. You don't need a whole palm for a shirt button. <laughs> well, eventually, the girls end up pushing the buttons with both hands, both feet, their head, and their butt. So, I mean, <laughs> that was that was what we did. So, what kind of camp is this? Is that why the camp was so bad? Because of that song? No. Well, yeah. I mean, so far you're describing weird things, but nothing that makes the camp memorably. What was the I think word what you made wanted the to camp use? Tor- you didn't. It wasn't tortuous. Tor- torch- tortuous. Traumatic was the word traumatic. I used first. Thank you. I can so say. I, I can say dramatic camp- or traumatic. I can't say tortuous. Traumatic. Tor- torch. Tortuous. <laughs> tortuous. I think my what mouth made doesn't this camp- go that way. <laughs> so almost traumatic but not quite was that it was exhausting first of all um because with this station setup no one got a break because everyone was always doing something so we literally were just like six hours straight no longer than that like eight to nine hours straight with like setup and lunch and everything of doing this which if you've ever tried like leading a group of little girls around and giving them instructions for 45 minutes it's exhausting 
Um, so between that, the horrible weather, and when there's horrible weather and you have a session that's like extra demanding, not demanding, but like there's a lot going on, you then get even grumpier parents. Mm, there's so, the kicker. I specifically remember, this was like something that I will remember for the rest of my life. Um, because to this day, I'm not 100% sure what this mom meant by what she said to me. Um, so at That's one a good point, start. It's, it started hailing. So clearly, we had all the girls get underneath the covering because it was hailing. But like someone said that and I was like, oh, is it really? So I stepped out to like see if it was hailing. And then I stepped back under and I was like, oh, it is. Okay, we'll stay under here for a minute. And one of the moms said to me, it hailed in the pioneer times too, you know. And to this day, I cannot tell you <laughs> what, what what she what, meant. What was like, the what, what was She was the tone clearly upset with me. So she, she was upset with me. She was mad because I was like setting a bad example for the girls to like, she said something before that along the lines of like, stop you're setting a bad example they had hail in the pioneer times too you know like it was very clearly a negative comment but i have no idea what she was trying to say it it almost contradicts the first part like you're setting a right. bad example but it hailed in the pioneer days right i have no idea like what, would what you like to meant. add a third part to that that kind of wraps this all together <laughs> um i think the best the best that i can come up with is that she was trying to say you don't have to act like it's anything special, like it hailed in the pioneer times too. So it's not like, like don't ignore it. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sure that whatever she was trying to say, she just like, it came out wrong, but it will always stay in my head. Like I can picture the woman's face. It was so clear to me because I just, I'm, I've been confused about this for, oh my God, I think it's been 10 years. It hailed? Literally 10 years. In the pioneer days. I think there was something else going on at home. <laughs> I think there was troubles in the home life. I don't know. And it, I, it just I kind mean, of bled out. It was just kind of a fact of Girl Scout camp that you had grumpy moms and I we came to expect it, but like I just I had no idea what she was trying to say. I don't understand it. I still don't to this day. And she never um, followed up with anything. No. No, she didn't. She just she walked away and then they left and I have no idea what she said or like what she <laughs> And meant. then I never saw that girl again. I don't think I did. Oh gosh, I, I don't like her. that. <laughs> no. Like, we're I not just, spending our just, money to watch the hail. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like You should have earned gold right there. <laughs> it was just very it was a very memorable experience. I think that memorable might be the word. I think memorable is the appropriate word. I don't think anything in there is traumatic, although if you're still pondering something after ten years, that's I just, a little I, iffy. I can't. Was that really 10 years ago? Were we in eighth grade 10 years ago? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. 2010 was uh, summer after eighth grade, like between eighth and ninth grade. Oh, my God. Don't say that. <laughs> you said it first. <laughs> I know, but don't don't tell me I'm right. We're I was old. hoping I was wrong. You got to get used to it. We're old. Our knees creak and we... So we, we haven't even gotten to... Vitamin to the... zero water. We haven't even got to the... What everybody knows Girl Scouts for. Oh, that was even one of the... What isn't... <laughs> yeah? That wasn't even what I was going to say, but I know you want to talk about Girl Scout cookies. We, I, I, don't think, say, I don't think we even have time for Girl Scout cookies, so you... I don't we, think we do either. I think that's just going to be another episode down the road, but that's okay because I could talk for 45 straight minutes about Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> just know 
that I can uh, say lots of good and bad things about Girl Scout cookies. Well, I can only say good things, so that will be a, a deep dive, let me tell you. I'll just I'll put two things out right now because it is a Girl Scout uh, a Girl Scout discussion. Um, tagalongs and the coconut delights are the the kings mm-hmm. and queens of the Girl Scout cookies. Get your <laughs> Thin mints out of here. I will say that. Thin mints are disgusting. I was expecting to hear Hillary in the background because that's the one she likes. And I tell her to her face that chocolate and mint does not belong together. We're gonna save gotta, that. We're gonna save that for another time though. I got a hard disagree with you there, but with the thin let's mints. Move on. Oh, okay, yeah. so we'll park that. So that's a topic for another time. <laughs> we'll park that. Don't worry. We'll we'll let it simmer deep inside. Deep, All right. deep inside. Well, I have my badge book oh, from when dang. I was in elementary school. What's a badge book? <laughs> this is the book. Actually, so it's from when I was a junior. So when I was in fourth, fifth, no, I'm missing now, I'm missing a grade. Now you mentioned earlier how like silver award and gold award was like achieving Eagle Scouts. Mm-hmm. Does Girl Scouts have like an Eagle Scouts? How it goes like Boy Scouts to Eagle Kind of. I don't so, even know the the path, but I know that there's like Eagle Scout at the end. So there's different levels based on how old you are. So when you are in, so the levels have changed since I was a kid, which I hate even saying that since I was a kid, like I was a kid so long ago. I wish there um, <laughs> But when I was in elementary school, the, the levels were different. The cutoffs for different levels were different. Um, so now it's set up where you are a daisy when you're in kindergarten and first grade, second and third grade, you're a brownie, and then These fourth and fifth familiar. grade, you're a junior. That and then when you get familiar. into middle school, for all of middle school, six, seven, eight, you're a cadet. And then in high school, you spend the first two years as a senior and the second two years as an ambassador. When are you, uh, what is it, a warrior? What is the Pawnee? A warrior goddess, right? That's your tattoo? The Pawnee goddesses. Pawnee goddesses, <laughs> yes. Isn't yes. aren't there like warrior in there too? Um, or is that just well, the, some, is that just what she calls Anne sometimes? No, the the uh, the oath is I am a goddess, a glorious female warrior. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> um, no, so this was my junior badge book, which when I was in like this age, juniors went through seventh grade. So I had this book for fourth, fifth sixth and seventh grade so this is the book of badges and like how you earn them so every badge there was a series and they've since changed this too um they've put out different like badge lists and books and requirements and stuff like many times in the last couple years the national girl scouts is actually kind of a shit show um but when i was that's also a discussion for another time that is a discussion for a long time (laughs) Um, I have lots to say about that. I actually turned down a job working for the Girl Scouts because I was afraid of what it would be like. Um, so anyway, so this is a badge book from when I was a junior. Every page is a different badge you can earn. And back when I was a youngster, um, all you had to do to earn a badge, there are 10 things on every page. Is that a, and is that a horse? Yes, this is the horse rider badge. No, I always get wanted out of this here. one and I didn't get, get it out of because here. no one would go with me to go horseback riding. How do you get that badge? Um, well, I'm going to tell you. So on every for every badge, there are 10 possible things you can do. You just have to do 6 of them and you get the badge. So let me this is a good this is a good one. 
So to earn the horse rider badge, you can do six of the following 10 things. Number one, get ready to ride. Saddle and bridle a horse by yourself. Explain the care and use of each part of the tack and the importance of correct fitting. Hitch a horse at the correct height when bridled using a halter, a suitable knot, and the correct length of lead rope. Requirement number one. <laughs> I, number can, two. I can explain that. You don't do it right. It's <laughs> going to be a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, be an equipment expert. Visit a harness or tack shop or obtain a harness catalog and become acquainted with different types of saddles, bridles, and bits. Find out the advantages of each type and know the approximate cost of each type. Teach someone else how to clean and care for tack. These are oddly specific and a lot harder than I thought it would be. Who's <laughs> proctoring these? Your Who troop leader. Do they have to be with you or do you just have to be like, I did this, like write a paper or do like an oral it depends speech? On, it depends on your troop leader. Oh. I mean, my troop leader was my mom, so. <laughs> did your mom ever fudge the numbers for you? I mean, there were definitely times. So like I said, there were a lot of like administrative changes when I was in like middle and high school. So the requirements to earn badges and stuff changed a million times. And there were like all these weird like gray areas where like, are we using old badge requirements or new ones? And so there were a lot of times when we were kind of like, we did a bunch of stuff that kind of counts toward this, I think. So let's just say we did it. Like, you know, we would go do a service project and like we'd do a bunch of stuff that we wanted to do and then we'd be like, oh, this kind of sounds like that badge. I think I think it counts. Like we didn't just like not Flip do the stuff. Flip, there's got to be a badge in here for this. <laughs> Literally, like that was what we did. And like our troop was very... Some troops were very, very, very focused on badges. Our troop was very focused on like we liked volunteering, we liked planning camps, we liked working with younger troops. So we spent a lot of our time like going to events where we would like lead activities for younger girls and we would work on planning camps and we would volunteer. And like we, there's a recycling center in Howell where they are run by volunteers and they like, you take recycling from people's cars and you sort it into the right um, compactors. So we did that a bunch. And um, like we did a lot more like service oriented things, but some troops were very badge oriented. So and essentially your troop we was like the um, the hero troop in the movies as opposed to like <laughs> the villain preppy troop. I mean, I don't want to say that, but. But we were the best. <laughs> we were we were pretty cool. I mean. <laughs> brag, brag, boast about I mean, it. We Be did confident. Say it. I want it was, I want you to say that we were the hero troop. Go on, say it. We were the hero troop. We were better. Well, we were better because we were the only ones. Um, but like we because we were the only high schoolers for so long, like for most of high school, we were the only high school troop. And the one that graduated before us that was a couple years older, they didn't do anything with the council like they didn't do anything with the younger girls they did a lot of traveling and they were super badge oriented and trip oriented which is fine that was how they spent their time because that was what they liked doing mm -hmm. that's the that's but the villain troop but they weren't very connected to the rest of the city's girl scouts so there was a big void there because there's a lot in the structure of how local Girl Scout councils are that depends on the older girls being super involved in like planning camps and planning activities. So we did a lot of that because there was no one else to do it. This is way more involved. When I pitched Girl Scouts <laughs> as a topic, I didn't realize the depths of it because all I ever see, like most of the population, is cookies mm -hmm. and, and badges. I didn't realize there was a book on how to get the badge. I thought it was one step. That was mm -hmm. a very specific nope. goal. I think we're going to have to park this. I think we're running out of time for our new yep. time limit. 
say I could talk about this for a long time. We're gonna, so we're, you can cut me off at any point. We're gonna we're gonna park this. All right. We're gonna talk about cookies another time. We're gonna continue on this conversation another time. We're gonna talk about the villain, the types of troops. I think this is gonna be a reoccurring theme. We just I'll get Sam on here to talk about Boy we Scout. We just you shut up. Sam was a Boy Scout. Yes, yeah, Sam oh, was a Boy yeah, Scout. Of course we're going to talk to him about Boy <laughs> Scouts. i got to see what I missed out on. He has lots to say about Boy Scouts. I'm, I will say, uh, uh, this is the last thing. This is the last thing I'll throw out there. Um, so when you talk about Boy Scouts versus Girl Scouts, there are some significant differences in the goals of each program. Right. Um, so Boy Scouts are very, we're going to go out into the woods and you're going to learn how to pitch a tent and start a fire and... You're going to backpack with nothing but, but a roll a of duct tape and something. <laughs> it like it, it's it's exactly what you imagine when you think of Boy Scouts. Which Girl is Scouts is very different. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> that face has me concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Sam gives me a hard time because in Girl Scouts, we didn't like learn to do those things. Like we didn't go out into the woods and learn how to, you know, build a fire and survive for 24 hours in the woods alone, which is something he did, um, which he says is the worst thing he ever did. I don't remember what it was called, but he had to like go out into the woods alone for like a full night in the winter. Gee, what was um, he, Fort Benning and basic training? <laughs> Sounds like what my friend Zach Berdan had to do. But like they're they're very different programs. So I would love to have Sam on here sometime to talk about what Boy Scouts was like. So just two things real quick. Uh, just yes or no. What is did he like it overall? Because overall, is, this yes. Is shift. I think there was I think there was some drama with like his troop, and that's why he ended up leaving like before he was a senior, and he had too much other like he was in band and he was super involved with other stuff, so he didn't have time for it anymore. I feel like he was a little cocky. I feel like he was a little cocky as a Boy Scout. And I, I can tell on your face that you slightly agree. Yep, here we go. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a topic. We're coming for you, Sam. All right. If you like what you heard on this episode or any other episode, make sure you check us out on all our social medias. We are on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, and Facebook. So go ahead and just kind of scroll through there. Tell your friends and family about it. Uh, the more people that listen. You know, we just like spread and cheer. It's not we're not looking for numbers. We just want people to be happy. So Natalie, well, you didn't learn much today. I guess I, gonna, I should. I was answer just going to say, you I don't ask, think I learned anything ask, today. <laughs> you ask me the question, and I'll give you three. All right, Robbie, what did we learn today? We learned that Joe is both a miner and works at a button factory. <laughs> what type of button factory? That's up for you to decide. We learned that it's uh, six out of ten steps to get a badge. When you pulled out the horse badge, I was like, I could have got that because I grew up on a horse farm. I don't know if I could have got that. Like, that was pretty involved. <laughs> and we learned that pioneer days are not a <laughs> decade. This has been the Hit and Run Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>